You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to 2023. I don't know how you feel about new years but I kind of like them I like how anything that happened last year whether it was a really good year or a really bad year probably a mixture of both as most are it means that it it doesn't really matter now (laughs) we can like start again and 2023 could be something completely different and I also love that you never know at the beginning of the year what's going to happen like the big things that have happened in my life the the multi-million pound launches and the you know, book deals and, and all the other things that have come along and have all happened without me knowing at the start of that year that it was even possible. So it's great to have this kind of blank slate where anything is possible. What I wanted to do over the next two weeks is I want to help you sort out your strategy. I want to really talk about strategy properly. So we're going to, I'll tell you why I'm doing it over two episodes. There's marketing strategy, which is like the basics of how you're going to sell your stuff. This is what most people think of as real strategy. So in December, I did an in-person day, which was sorting out your strategy. But in reality, it was just the marketing strategy because it's the easy bit. It's what people can understand best. But more and more these days, I've been thinking that actually what people really need is real business strategy. And all of the certifications I've seen online and the the things that I've gone to that are about strategy, they've really, they've called it business strategy, but it's just a marketing strategy. Business strategy goes far deeper than that. And when you're going to have a business that's long-term, like a really long-term sustainable business, you need real marketing strategy. And it's one of those things that we don't talk about enough because it comes from corporate. And so we're like, we don't want to do that. We don't like corporate. We wanted to get out of corporate. But actually, it's really important. And the businesses that I see that are really doing well, like five, 10 years later, they're the businesses that have real business strategy. So we'll talk about, you know, like the marketing strategy this week, and then we'll go on to real business strategy next week, just so that whether you have an online or an offline business, you will still be able to sell because that's what strategy does. It's deeper than the marketing side. So when you just have a day to look at your marketing strategy, as most people do, they spend a day in January or even December going through it. There are a few things to do. I'm going to talk you through what those things are now. You can do it two or three times a year. What some people do is they write their marketing strategy in January and then they have a look maybe in April, May, see if they're still on track, see if anything has changed because things can change throughout the year. And then they do it again, maybe in October, just to see where they're at with things. So go and get a piece of paper and a pen and we'll get going. And I'll tell you, like when I have a strategy day with somebody, we generally look at their marketing strategy at that point. And when me and my team get together, we're going to Tenerife next week to do our own strategy. 
as a whole team, this is what we'll first look at. We'll look at the marketing strategy side of things. So part one, you are going to do the thing that you really don't want to do, which is to look back at last year. I know I just said that we're looking forward, but actually there's just one part you need to do. And that's look at last year and evaluate. Like have a think about what went wrong, what went right, what would you do differently? So it might be little things like, if I look back at last year and evaluate the way I launched a course was a four week boot camp, I wouldn't do that again. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like the energy on it. I like doing things quicker. So I would write that down to remember that for future use. Things like maybe you took on a staff member that didn't work out, or maybe you realized why, like maybe you didn't onboard them properly, or maybe you didn't write the job description properly. Like write all these things down because they're going to help you in future years and this year. So much of what we do is metrics. Like everything is a metric in business. The reason that we're able to hit or nearly hit our targets every year is because of data, because of metrics. So if you think like last year, our revenue target was 4 million and we hit 3.88 million. The reason it got so near to it and we were able to kind of forecast it is because of the data from the year before, because of the metrics from the year before. We'd worked out and learned from what we'd already done. And you need to be doing that every single year. If you don't have metrics and data in your business, that's an issue. People often come to me when they're doing a launch and they say, you know, oh, my success measure for this launch is to make XX amount of pounds. That should never be your only success measure because the data that you will get from doing a launch that fails is massive and it's gonna help you so much on your next launch. That's the same with years. So if your year hasn't gone how you wanted it to, please use the data because that means it was a really successful year because you can use that data to make next year go brilliantly. So that's what you can do first. You can do an evaluation piece. Then you're going to look at your revenue. You're just going to think, I want to make a lot of money. You're going to write down exactly how much revenue you want to make. And when we're talking about money here, we are talking revenue turnover. I know that there are going to be people that say to you, you just need to concentrate on profit. There is no profit without revenue. Profit is important, but it isn't the most important metric as everybody will have you believe because you need revenue to be able to play with the profit. If you know, for instance, you're making 10K months, if your profit is only at 10% and you want it at 30%, there are things you can do to get it there. Without having the 10K month in the first place, there is nothing you can do because there's no money to, to try and get more profit out of. So I want you to concentrate on the revenue first, not profit first, which I know is a little bit controversial. But there are some years where you will want less profit because you will be putting all of your emphasis into growth of the business. So our profit this year, it could have been much higher, but we decided to take on a whole team. And so our profit was lower. And that's okay. You know, that was a, a strategic decision, as it should be. So don't worry too much on this whole profit thing yet. Start with revenue. So you're going to write that down so you know exactly how much you need to make and you know then how much you need to make monthly average to be able to hit that yearly target. Then what you're going to do is you're going to look at ideal client, which may surprise you because it seems a really obvious basic thing. But your ideal client can change really easily from one year to the next. And sometimes the reason people's businesses aren't working as well as they should do is because they've changed so much during a year, their business has changed so much, their experience has changed so much, and therefore their ideal client has changed, but they've not realized that. So they're still marketing 
to the same person they were a year ago, even though the things they're talking about, the messaging is different. So go back to your ideal client and have a think, like, are you still wanting to work with the same people? Is your solution still best for that ideal client? And make sure you know everything about them. Once you've done that, you can then move on to look at your messaging. So if you've heard me talk about this before, you will know that I'm a massive believer in having primary and secondary messaging rather than just one form of messaging. So your primary messaging would be what you do. So my primary messaging is basically teaching business strategy in a simple way. Like that's what our primary messaging is. We talk about some other primary messaging things would be things like making passive and semi-passive income streams might be primary messaging might be about making money with integrity. So it's all kind of like what you do and who you are. Your secondary messaging is actually sometimes more important. Your secondary messaging is the part where people will choose you over somebody else. So if there are 10 business strategists, somebody might choose me because they resonate with certain things they know about me. Now, they only know these things about me because I'm talking about them as part of my secondary messaging. Those things might be that I have twins, that I have a family, that I'm an anti-bullying campaigner, that I'm a massive believer in morals over money and ethics. All these things that you kind of talk about that aren't really to do with your business. There might be a small link to your business, but they're more to do with, with you as a person. So for instance, the fact that I have chronic illnesses and I still have a business, that's secondary messaging. So somebody else that's got chronic illnesses are more likely to resonate with working with me than somebody that doesn't. I think of it like when I first had my business and I was looking to work with a business coach at the time, I wanted someone that I thought could understand me, that would resonate with me. Yet all I saw out there were people who were like size six, long blonde hair, no kids, on boats. <laughs> like it was the same picture everywhere. And I was like, well, I don't resonate with that. So when I did find somebody that was a bit more like me and talked about the same things that I cared about, the same movements that I wanted to create, I was much more likely to go and work with them. But people won't know this about you unless you talk about it. So it's one of those things that people can't, you know, we hear about this no like and trust thing. People can't know, like and trust you unless they know who you are. But often we don't talk about who we are. We only talk about what we do. So they have you have to get under the skin of it. And that means being vulnerable sometimes, which is an okay thing to do. Like, don't stop yourself from doing that. So look at your messaging for this year. What's your primary messaging going to be? What's your secondary messaging going to be? Then the next step is to plan out your offers. What are you going to sell over the year? So you might have an ecosystem where you have three different things, or you might have five different things, or you might only sell one thing, but you need to work out what it is you're going to sell. Go back to your messaging here. Why is it important now? So for instance, one of the things that I'm selling this year is becoming other people, helping other people become a business strategist, an accredited CPD business strategist. 
And that's really important now because more and more people have realized they need strategy to make their business work. Um, there's been a lot of fluff over the years and 2023 is the year when people have become serious about business online and are realizing what they need to make it, you know, have a long-term sustainable business. So right now it's a great thing for me to be teaching others. So have a look at that. Like what is the reason you're doing whatever it is you're selling this year? because that's gonna become part of your messaging. When you know what offers you have, get your calendar and plan out when you're gonna launch each thing. Now, some things might be evergreen or might be one-to-one or might be a product that you just sell all year. And that, if that's the case, just write it in every month. But some things might be seasonal. So for instance, we do our one-to-many launch, which is our biggest program, in March, April. So that will go in the diary for February, March and April because of the lead up to it. So that you can see that you have time to do all the things you want to sell and when they're gonna be because your messaging is going to change depending on what you're selling next. You know, your content pillars, we'll get to that. And so you need to know when things are gonna be. And you know, you might have some time in that calendar where you can't do anything. Maybe your kids are starting school for the first time. So you don't really want to be concentrating on selling anything for the first two weeks of September. Maybe you have a wedding that's huge. Maybe your daughter's getting married. And so that month is out. Maybe like me, you travel the whole of July and August. And so you don't sell anything during that time. So just make sure you block everything out and, and you put in when you're going to be launching everything. This doesn't mean that it might not change or tweak a little bit as you go along, but at least you have a plan of when things are happening. So up until this point, you've now got the who you're selling to, the what you're selling, the why you're selling it. Now the marketing bit comes in. So this is the how. How are you going to sell those things? And this is where you look at your visibility strategy. So there are a few things that you're going to definitely do. First, you're going to have a funnel. Let's take that as given because you need to grow an audience to sell anything. So having a funnel is the easiest way to do that. You know, putting a freebie out there so that you can grow an email list. And you need a list because we don't know with social media what's going to happen in the future. Your email list is yours. So make sure you start that. It's one of my biggest regrets that I started an email list two years into my business. It would be a much more successful business <laughs> if I'd had that email list from day one. So start an email list, get a funnel in place. So that's gonna be the first part of your visibility strategy. And I've talked before about how you need a multi-layered visibility strategy. If you haven't um, listened to that episode, it's definitely worth going back and listening. But as part of your marketing strategy, you need a multi-layered visibility strategy. It can't just be one thing. So of all the things you're gonna do, you're going to use a funnel, you're gonna use social media. They are the most likely two things you're gonna do. The funnel is for an email list. Social media is for social media. So let's talk about social media because then we can content plan. So social media, you decide where you're going to be. Some people will pick two main platforms and go all in. Some people will do more than that and repurpose content they have. But what you really want is to have a content plan. Now, your content plan comes from themes. So you've already worked out your primary and secondary messaging. So then underneath those, you need to think about themes. So if my primary messaging was strategy made simple, underneath that, I would have the different types of strategy. So I might talk about visibility strategy, marketing strategy, 
a business strategy. I might talk about the strategy of growing an audience. I might talk about the problems that there are with strategy, the gaps. And then one of my other, let's take one of my secondary messaging might be morals over money, the integrity piece. So then what themes can I have under that? I can have ethical ways of marketing as one of them. I can have things to watch out for in other people's marketing. I can have new ways that we can do things. I can have anti-bullying and how we can become an ally. All of these different things would come under different themes. So once you write these themes down, everything becomes much easier because when you're thinking about what you're going to write on social media or in your emails, you go back to the themes. It should always be the, the similar themes that you're talking about that you're known for. And this is all part of your visibility strategy. Then you can ask yourself, what other parts of visibility will you use to get your message and your service in front of that ideal client that you worked out before? So that could be a number of things. You might decide you're going to have a podcast. You might decide to speak on stages. You might decide to go the PR route. You might decide to speak in other people's audiences. You might decide to do a summit, all these different things. But whatever it is, you need to put targets next to the strategy so that you know you're following a plan because this is the how. You know, you've already decided what you want to sell and who to and how much money you want to make from it. But the how is getting it in front of those people when it comes to a marketing plan. It's the visibility part of it. So it has to have targets. So for instance, let's say that one of your targets is going to be magazines. So you might then break that down and say, okay, I'm going to pitch to three magazines every month. And then you need to put conditions next to that. So it might be that your ideal client must read that magazine, or you might decide you're going to be a guest on other people's podcasts. And a condition of that might be how many downloads that podcast has per month. And that will help you make decisions about where your visibility should be. So make sure you spend some time on the visibility strategy, on the content pillars, so that you know what you're going to be talking about on your messaging. So once you have the how you will sell, and the how might not just be social media, visibility in different places, it might not just be your visibility strategy. It could be things like referrals. It could be affiliate marketing. Like all of these come into the how and then need to be broken down. So once you have all of that written down, you then need to look at the marketing strategy as a whole and ask yourself the big questions. So once all of that's written down, this will take you a day to write all of this. Then ask yourself, with everything I've written down, is there a knowledge gap? So for instance, you might have written down one of the how, one of the ways you're going to get people to buy your stuff is because you're going to become known by becoming an author and writing a book. All well and good. Do you know how to write a book? <laughs> you know, it's like suddenly realizing, actually, there's a knowledge gap. So we did this a couple of years ago with Evergreen. We were like, right, we're going to make money this way. And this is how we're going to get visible. And we're going to sell Evergreen. You know, we're going to make 20 grand a month just from Evergreen. And then when we got to the end, we were like, okay, where's the gaps here? We're like, do we know definitely how to make Evergreen work? No. Okay. So there's a knowledge gap. Let's buy a course in that. Let's work with somebody who knows how to do that. So it might be a knowledge gap. It could be a resource gap. So you might have said you are going to post on TikTok and Instagram three times a day. Have you got the time to do that? If not, 
do you need a staff member who is going to do that for you or a freelancer who is going to do that for you? So have a look at where the resource gaps are. And then time. Do you have time to do all of the things that you said you're going to do? If you don't, you have a time gap. What are you going to give up to make that time up? This happened to me in year one. So there was no resource. There was no staff. It was just me. So then it's like, okay, if it's just me and I haven't got enough time, I was bringing up toddler twins to do all of the things I need to do. What do I need to give up? I had to give up watching TV for an hour every evening. I had to give up sleeping in the morning between five and six. These were just things that I had to do to be able to fill the time that I had. I didn't have the money to take on the resources yet. I always think that you either have time or money. You know, when time is the only thing you have, you spend that. When you have less time but more money, you can take on other people to do things. But it takes time to get to that. So this bit at the end, like, where are the gaps? That's actually the really important part, the most important part of a marketing strategy. It's the bit that is going to stop you from success if you don't look at it, because you won't be able to see where the holes are. And it's when most people do a marketing strategy, they leave that out. And then at the end of the year, they don't understand why they didn't follow the plan. They didn't follow the plan because they didn't see where the gaps were that they needed to plug first. And sometimes that means, you know, does mean taking on a staff member before you can really afford it. But you can see in your plan what that will bring you. So it's less of a risk. It's a calculated risk when you can see why you need that person and what they're going to bring, because you've seen the rest of your strategy and what they'll be able to do. Then once you've written all of this down, it's then about breaking the main strategy, all the things you said you're going to do into smaller parts over a year. Now, I suggest using 90 day projects to do this. So, for instance, with the visibility stuff, if you've decided to have a podcast or guest on other people's audiences, do a summit, put that as one of the things in the 90 days. PR might go in there as well. So if you haven't got a funnel and you're like, oh, well, one of the a thing that I need is a funnel to be able to market my business properly, that needs to go in. 90, you know, give that as one of your 90 day tasks. So then you're not doing everything all at once and you're spreading it over the year. And then you'll look back and you'll realize you're following this strategy. This marketing strategy is what's going to get you there. So when we do this, we are like, okay, how many things are we selling these for? How many people do we need in each of these things to get the revenue that I wrote down? That means we can work backwards. So we can reverse engineer. So we go, okay, if I need 2,000 people to get 10 people to buy something, if in 2022 I had 2,000 people in an audience and 10 people bought and I want 50 people to buy, that tells me exactly how many people I need in the audience. How am I going to do that? So it's all, all strategy is about is working backwards. Well, marketing strategy. It is quite different when we get to talking about real business strategy. And we will talk about that next week. But it goes hand in hand with this. And it will mean that your marketing strategy will work better if you have a real business strategy that works for you. So join me next week. We will talk about business strategy. Also, in the show notes, there is a link. If you want to come and do your proper business strategy with me, I've got a free challenge coming up. It's four days. 
there are prizes to be won, but more than that, you're going to be able to implement some real things that are going to help your business. Um, it's free of charge. So just go to the show notes and click the link and you can join me there. And we'll go through some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about next week on the four days so that we can get really, really clear on what your strategy is for 2023 and we can stop winging it. Okay, I will see you next week. Have an amazing week, whatever it is you're doing. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.